And now, brought to you by Cliff Graham's Good Battle Chewers, because all other Israel trips are for Ponzi's. www.goodbattletewers.com Coming to you live, but not really live, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, and Gut Check South Command, deep in the belly button above the buckle of the Bible belt, it's the Gut Check Podcast, with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I'm Ted Cluck, joined, as always, by my good friend and partner in publishing, in podcasting, in life, (laughs) but not in that way, uh, Zachary Bartles. And and Zach, I have to admit, I'm a little little bit glum because I I sort of got used to recording these things together this summer. Uh, When I was up in Michigan, I feel like we recorded a, a ton of apps and there was a lot of energy in the room, a lot of excitement. So uh, you and I are going to have to be real radio pros today uh, in order to replicate that kind of magic, I think. And, and we're off to a good start. Not only were we recording uh, in person, but we were recording on a computer that was manufactured in the last decade, which now we're not. Um, yeah, that's right. Is... We're, we're actually recording on a Commodore 64 today, which is a very vintage <laughs> piece of computing equipment. Oldie I'm excited. but crappy, if, as they say. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to see if we can, uh, you know, interface a little Jordan versus Bird a little bit later on the program, but um, get that, that black screen with the green writing. Um, <laughs> I had that pretty, game. Pretty stoked about that, baby. I had that game, too. It was awesome. No one ever wanted to be a Bird. No, no one ever wanted to be a Bird. I was just going to ask you, did you ever play as Bird or did you always play as Jordan? <laughs> no. Dude, think about, I mean, just the even the picture. I remember seeing that picture in, like, magazines and comic books, the ad for it. And like the body uh-huh. language on Bird, he was so awkward, and Jordan was just so freaking cool. Dude, you know who would be proud of us for always playing as Jordan? Who's that? Barnabas Piper, <laughs> for obvious reasons, right? <laughs> Which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into on this program. But <laughs> right. Is that a joke that you appreciate? I do. Yeah. I love that right. joke, and I and I'm thank you for making it. And, and and you know, it sounds like an issue in focus kind of a situation. Oh yes, that segment we've got to, we've got to resurrect that. I'm not going to do the voice. Though. We can't this resurrect it because we never erected it to begin with. It was it was dead on arrival. <laughs> that thing. It was it was uh, it was you know a legend in our own minds. But uh, nevertheless, <laughs> hey, take there have been there have been a lot of. Oh man, yeah. I just realized you and I there's a lag because when I talk, it's like three seconds before you stopped talking. To... <laughs> and when I started talking, <laughs> you know, let's I wasn't just record. In fact, let, let's just record with. <laughs> you know what? Let's listen. Let's pretend I'm back in Ukraine adopting another kid, <laughs> and you're at home, and we're and we're skyping in like 2002 across bad technology, like we were in 2002. You know this. This reminds me of that Jordan Peele, uh, Keen Peele skit where he winds up hanging himself while they're trying to Skype. Have you seen that one? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I love. It. Uh, what I was I gonna it. say was, can I ask you a personal question? Of course you can, baby. That uh, that little windscreen uh, spit screen that I sent you, you using that? I'm using it right now as we speak. I thought I heard the a, a, a lack of pops in there, and so you know, I just it, that's kind of I, I don't want to ask like, what are you wearing? But like, what is your what is your blue snowball yeah. wearing? If you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's wearing the the, the beautiful. Uh, not that long ago. So yeah, much appreciated. Oh man, that, that just went, uh, you said the beautiful, not that long ago from over here. What did you say? <laughs> from over here in Ukraine, I said, uh, the, the beautiful uh, screen that you sent not that long ago. Ah, nice, nice. Uh, it occurs to yeah. me, Ted, that we're going to have to, uh, 
change the way we do this soon or the equipment or something because this is uh, untenable. You know, we've come to a fork in the road in our in our little radio endeavor, haven't we? This is uh, this is radio history right here. The the listeners are hearing it's kind of the process, kind of what go, what goes on behind the scenes here at the Gut Check Podcast as we as we make decisions decisions for the the betterment of the program. And uh, baby, speaking of the better, something that always kind of betters my spirits, as it were, is uh, reading fawning reviews on the air. Um, and allegedly, you have some fawning reviews. Now, I sent those to you by via email. Did you not get those? Or are, are our emails really <laughs> just not connecting? No, I believe that I did get them by uh, okay. email. Yeah, here they are. I have them too. I am going to open them up and just... see if my computer can handle those paint open as well as Skype. <laughs> or baby, I could just I could carry the reading of the yeah, reviews it, today. It's it. okay. Yeah, I don't want to tax your machine. So, all right. So, if you're if you're new to the program, welcome. Uh, if you're new to the program as well, uh, you need to visit LagarusRoasters.com and grab some Gut Check Espresso. So Zach and I are involved in a coffee endeavor uh, with a Puerto Rican coffee roaster named Hector Lagaris, who's very exotic and very talented. <laughs> and <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I'm not going to. Um, but anyway, the, the espresso is fabulous. We, uh, we drink it in our own homes. We're huge fans uh, we were heavily involved in the the crafting of the flavor profile, and uh, you need to get yourself uh, a bag of Lagaris Roasters Gut Check Espresso ASAP. Dude, when I play uh, Jordan Bird, I always choose Hector Lagaris. Absolutely. That was a third option. You had to kind of like... You had to unlock it. Up, up, down, down. Yeah, you had to <laughs> unlock it. But, uh, if you played enough successful games of Jordan versus Bird, they let you unlock the Hector Lagaris character. Uh, he's fabulous. Fabulous. So also fabulous, baby, are these reviews. Um, you screenshotted some reviews for me, all five stars, all very fawning about us, about our program. And uh, what I'm going to do is just read through some of these and I want to get your response. OK. All right. All right. Here's the first one. This is from Maddie McClellan. I like that. I like I like Maddie McClellan. I like I like this kid. Already. Now, how are you going to shorten um, Matt? Are you going to call him Maddie? The Maddie. <laughs> I might just call him Matt. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go the other way. I'll call him Matthew. <laughs> right? I'm going to go formal. If, he, if he's going to start it off informal, I'm going to take it the other way and go formal <laughs> with it. So this is this is our buddy, our, our, our good friend Matthew, our acquaintance, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> it says our, this. Our uncle. <laughs> this is our uncle, Matthew McClendon. Uh He says this. Love the witty banter. That's the little phrase that appears next to the five stars. And then this is the review itself. It's short and sweet, Zach. Uh, it says your faith is serious, but not too serious. You're real. I like it. That's that's so good to hear, man. So so nice, uh, kind words there from Matthew McClellan. Um, here's another one, baby. And uh, the name on this one is B Rabbit eight eight nine. B Rabbit like right. on uh, Eight Mile. B yeah, B Rabbit like on Eight Mile. And uh, and his little phrase next to the five stars is so money. And I like oh, that because that's kind of nice. like. It's an homage to a thing that we say, which is a thing that we got from the movie Swingers. Um, and this one, which this is one is short and sweet as well. Independent film, yeah. Not, a, not right. many people have That's seen. Right. Exactly, exactly. Baby, here's uh, here's the review. When they don't have an app, it makes me feel sad. When they do have one, it makes me feel happy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> appreciate that. I, I appreciate love that happy. breakdown. Yeah, I love that. I like the breakdown there from Be Happy, kind of about his feelings and the stuff he's going through. I wish you would have said glum instead of sad, but, you know, whatever. Hey, you know what? Far be it from us to edit this guy's review. I, now, who I, was that I from? like it just the way it is. 
B-Rabbit889. Oh, right. B-Rabbit. You just said that. And yeah, I don't know how I forgot that. Maybe my mind, uh, maybe I suppressed that memory, if you know what I mean. We're, we're, you're still thinking about Maddie McClellan. <laughs> it's okay. Now, how are you going to show so B? <laughs> B, yeah, I know. B-E. <laughs> right. Bunny. <laughs> I'm thinking about that. Call man. him Bunny. All right, this this next one, I like this, Zach. And there there's a couple things I like about this, but I wanna I wanna get your take on it. So this one's longer. So I'm hitting the little thing that says more. Okay. Oh, but see, you, it doesn't work because you know because why it doesn't it's work. A why don't you explain it? That I sent you. <laughs> exactly. Now, do you have <laughs> iTunes where you could like look it up or? No, because I'm 93 years old. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm an ancient, shriveled up little old man. Now, I don't know if the listeners... Ted, how do you listen to podcasts? Television. Uh, I actually listen on my podcast app. I do have an iPhone and I have a podcast app. Is there I a version of iTunes that, so. that, that goes on the iPhone? Uh, there is, but I don't like buy music and stuff through iTunes or, or watch shows or anything, so I just don't have it. Um, okay, so there's a separate uh, app. Okay, I, I use Stitcher, which I love, and I listen to a ton oh, of nice. podcasts. Dude, that's great, baby. That's great. Yeah, most of the ones I want to listen to are on, uh, you know, the i the i iPhone app. So, um, well, why don't right, you right, let's, uh, let's read for us on. what you've got there, and then just like trail off and leave us in suspense. I will, but I'm totally in suspense because this guy, his name is Kahan Man. Oh, like the box that you sit on and play like a drum. Yeah, Kahan Man. He's this guy's a Kahan Man. Is the thing. So. He's a Kahan man, and what I love about this is that his little phrase next to the five stars is simply "thank you." Oh, so he's kind of formal, kind of old school. I love it though. I lo- I love the the heart there from Kahan man, and uh, I'm going to read this, and then it's a trail off because we just don't know what the rest of it says. Uh, here we go. In a world where all the reformed guys want to have podcasts beating the same theological dead horses or Kahans, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> come two reformed guys who don't do that they rate energy drinks cigars and tacos they promote their own work unashamedly which is both funny and cool because they are not trying to sneakily coerce you into buying it they're just like hey here's our stuff buy it (laughs) (laughs) that is what we're like (laughs) dude i love this guy i love kahan man can you tell yes i can i feel like i'm feeling a little jealous of kahan man dude no believe me kahan man would never come between us but i i I just I like Kahan Man. Okay, he's he's like I'm not best friends with Kahan Man. We're just like good friends. Good friends you know with I mean? Kahan Man. Yeah, exactly. So his last sentence is just two funny, sarcastic, chill guys, and that's it. I, I can't dot, click dot, more. Dot. I want I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what other fawning things Kahan Man said about us, but oh, I'll never know. You know what might work, Ted? Try holding down Control and clicking more. <laughs> you did it, didn't you? It's still just, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, I almost did. My finger was hovering over the button. I again, I'm I'm 93 years old. You're you're mocking an old man here, which well, is not it's not a nice thing. I'm mocking an old man while I sit behind a Commodore 64 on Skype. So you know, <laughs> I'm just I'm just sitting here in my my windbreaker and my orthopedic white shoes and just trying to get through another day. You know. <laughs> All right, we got one more here, baby. Is this one I like complete this one too. or not? Is it what? Is it complete? It is complete. It's by Son of a Preacher Man. And his little phrase... Wait next a minute. To the five I feel stars, like Son of a Preacher Man already re- like did that, like reviewed the podcast like months ago, like maybe years ago. 
You know what? He can do it as many times as he wants. Far be it if, for me to discourage someone from fawning. You know what I mean? If this guy figured out how to leave more than one review, though, we should learn how to do it and share that information with the Gutchick Army, is what I'm saying. Dude, seriously. This guy's phenomenal. All right, so his little phrase is fawning review right next nice. to the five star. Right to the but point. I'll tell you right now, it's, it's going to be hard to beat Kahan Man. All right? <laughs> Kahan, Kahan Man is my front runner right now. Um, but let's see what Son of a Preacher Man has to say. He says this. This is my all-time favorite podcast. Oh. And I'm not just saying that so that I can get a free hardcover book. <laughs> Look forward to it every month and a half. <laughs> yeah. Which is a joke. It's like he's one of us. You know, like he's busting our chops. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. It's yeah, a little familiar. Tread lightly, you know? man. I mean, when we say fawning. <laughs> yeah. We, we mean fawning. We want fawning from start to finish. Right? Um. Zach, give me your assessment of those. Maybe even rank them from one to four. Um, let, let me know where you're at vis-a-vis these, these fawning reviews. Well, I'm a big fan of Kahan, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I just realized? Mm. Before I finish that thought, I think... You haven't this, been recording any of this. No, I re- I've been recording. I, I assume <laughs> it's been working. It looks like it's recording. Um, is that I yeah. think I got like that automatic email... Um, mm-hmm. that tells me what new reviews we have. And so I probably can look mm-hmm. at, at my email real quick and get the rest of that review without compromising the integrity of the recording device. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to quick check here. Zach at gutcheckpress.com. And I got to confess, dude, There's I, I, I actually, even though I, it's inconvenient, I kind of like having this old computer. I kind of like the challenge of having to make everything work with the limited technological resources, <laughs> which is why I still use a Palm Pilot. Uh-huh. Um here it is. You want to hear the rest of it? Yeah, this is Kahan Man, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me start at the beginning because yeah, I know you really like Kahan Man. So I'm going to read you I the do. entirety of it. This is in iTunes, five stars by Kahan Man from USA on July 18, Ooh. 2017. In a world where all the Reformed guys want to have podcasts beating the same theological dead horses or Kahans, come two <laughs> Reformed guys who don't do that. They raid energy drinks, cigars, and tacos. They Promote their own work unashamedly, which is both funny and cool because they're not trying to sneakily cue into buying it. And, you know, no one's ever really um, put that into words before, but that annoys me, too. Like every every podcast, you know, if there's a theological element to it, it's like, just like I said in my book, blah, blah. Um, they're just like, yeah, here's yeah, your yeah. stuff. Buy it. Just two funny, sarcastic, chill guys. They have episodes confessing their glumness, which is nice because it's not fake. We glum folk can relate to that. It's real. It's raw. They mm. also write great books, which you should definitely check out. Nothing but fawning praise from from me, guys. Keep up the good work. Obviously, he's got to move into position number one. Yeah, Kahan Man is number one, far and away. Um, now, I do I do love the other ones, though. Oh, me too. I, I like the other reviews very much, especially if that's um, number two for Son of a Preacher Man, and he figured a way around the system. Yeah, I like I like the ingenuity there. I like the. I like the heart. I like the giddy up out of Son of a Preacher Man. I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I I like his pluck. You know, I just like his can-do attitude. I like the cut of his um, jib. It's, it's a nice exactly. jib cut you got there, Son of a Preacher Man. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Baby, what else do we have on, on well, the docket today for the program? Hold on a minute. Do we need to uh, award an actual winner uh, and send out an actual book is the question. I think we do. I think that was the that was the deal, right? And I think Kahan Man is the winner. Kahan Man is that winner. Now, Kahan's the big Zach winner being, in the, the casino tonight. Kahan wins. <laughs> <laughs> being that um, it, it's, it's 
Kahan Man. Now I don't know. How I don't, many I don't times wanna... are we going to say Kahan Man? <laughs> I don't want to jump to conclusions here, but <laughs> I feel like Kahan Man may not be his like given Christian name. Christian so... name. Uh... Is it going to be hard? For you to... To track down the whereabouts of, of the actual K-Hun We're going to need you, K-Hun Man, <laughs> to uh, come forward. And I'm hoping we don't uh-huh. have two people vying for the position because I'm, I really don't know how to uh, like confirm <laughs> who really is K-Hun Man. Zach, could there be multiple K-Hun Man out there is, is my <laughs> K- question. Ma- ma- <laughs> you know, like kind of uh, multiple cojones, if you will. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I think that uh, okay. what what we want to do here is if you are Kahan Man, I want you to write <laughs> <laughs> write into info at gutcheckpress.com and explain how you came up with that name, why you're Kahan Man, and the really I think at this point the most believable explanation will be the one who gets the book. Just send your address uh, and a short essay about how you came up with the name. Give us maybe a picture of your K-Hun. Is that dirty? Is that, is, I feel like that's a thing that teenagers are doing now. But I don't Instagramming know. Instagramming their K-Hones? K-Hones? Wait. <laughs> don't do that, guys. Um, no. I was kidding. <laughs> oh, Also, uh, Cody reminded me when I made that offer. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm supposed to have one of those hardcovers coming from a, a previous contest that you did. Some time ago, ah. uh, and I said, ah, I've ah. got one for you. I have it sitting aside. It just takes me a long time to do these things. I, they eventually always Dude, get they done. Keep, they keep us accountable, these listeners, don't they? Yes, I mean, yes. They keep you on your toes. That's good. <laughs> you know who really does a, a good job at that? <laughs> Kahan Man. <laughs> you know whose name I like? Kahan Man. <laughs> you know what I'm going to call this episode? <laughs> what? iTunes contest. <laughs> now, I wonder if Kahan Man is like a is like a family name. Like, I wonder if his grandpa was named Kahan Man. <laughs> his his son's middle name will be Kahan Man. Dude, listen. You know what I just realized? I, I got a pang of of fear and anxiety in in my chest just a minute ago. You know what I realized? Mm. The last time we made fun of someone's name on this program. Or maybe it was on my other program. It was on some program that I do. It was a program, okay. I got a little, yeah. I, I got like a fifteen hundred word email from from that person. Oh yeah, you talked about that on the last app. Yeah. I wonder if Kahan Man is going to take umbrage somehow <laughs> at, at the the kind of uh, umbrage at the at the fun that we're having with his name, and I'm going to get another strongly worded fifteen hundred word piece of corrective email. Well, if it's a convincing email, then that will secure the the prize and we'll send out the hardcover volume. Oh, hey, I just got a, a, a text from Johnny Shackles who wants to be looped in on this yeah. whole deal. Um, you know what? Let's bring him on. All right, guys. So I don't know if Ted told you, but he's in actually in Ukraine right now. <laughs> no, he just, not. it only sounds like him. No. So it seems. Yeah. How are you doing, Johnny? Shex? I'm hanging in, doing well, doing well. Are you still laid up, man? I got a, a picture of you. I texted a picture of you uh, uh, in a hospital bed, all like mangled and yeah. No, it, no, I'm good. I'm running around. I'm actually uh, so I, I had a little ortho done on the right knee, had the meniscus clipped, and uh, about three days on crutches, and then was limping around after that because I'm in uh, summer school right now on the weekends. Anyway, so I'm going to like a group knee therapy class after uh, like wow. uh, in like a couple hours 
I don't know if uh, Johnny Shex told you, Ted, but he's uh, he's learning to be a prick right now. No, he told me. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. I don't get it. I like that. phlebotomy school. Oh, right, 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 right. There we go. You're poking, yeah. you know, veins and everything is what I'm saying. It was a, it was a play on words. Wow. I should I should have been a little more up to speed. I need to slam down some more coffee. You got the jujitsu mug going, dude. One day, one day. One your, day. your your voice is still in my mind, bro. Come on, set your goals where where you can attain them, man. <laughs> Someday the jujitsu mug. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Love it. So, how are you doing, Zach? Well, What's going on, dude? I'm I'm spectac. I've got an old computer, and I'm a little frustrated right now because one of my favorite things in my life is the Gut Check podcast, and uh, my old computer is. Well, it's really kind of getting in the way of that, but eh, it's all right. We'll we'll figure it out. God is good. Dude, I'm on a borrowed old computer right now, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Ted, how is your computer situation? Wow. Dude, you know what? My computer's my computer's okay, man. This is the one that I got brand new when I uh, when I signed on to this gig like two years ago. So I'm I'm thinking I'll get another two out of this bad boy. But that was like um, a signing bonus. Use, uh, I don't know. It just kind of came with the gig, man. And so. I, I don't know how they view it. Like they're they're probably taking like money out of my paycheck every month. <laughs> so Jay Shex, man, are you uh, are you in on the like injured list now? As far as like the squatting and the lifting and all these things? Uh, well, I mean, we'll find out. We'll find out at, at uh, therapy today. I'm I'm very aggressive with the physical therapists, and I found <laughs> I did a little research on mine. Found out she worked with a couple of rugby teams in the past, so I'm hoping that. Uh, okay. So I would say right the second. Um, no, no squats as of yet, but you know, I have another brutal shoulder surgery coming up in about three weeks. Yeah, right? I remember that. Okay, now. so we got to be you have it coming up now. Squatting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got to be squatting by then. I would say a couple. I'm probably a week out, baby. And I'm sorry, I'm eating a banana. That's what that sounds like. But um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. In in lieu of getting the shoulder surgery, what if um, what if I told you I could just you know, kind of heal it on my own. That'd be great. Would you be up for something like that? <laughs> as long as you put it on YouTube and expose me to everybody, that'd be great. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it, it will be a very public thing, you know. Is what I'm you saying. know, I had a frustrating conversation with a, uh, a pastor friend. I'll put pastor in air quotes uh, out of Denver, and he was saying the same thing. He, he doesn't believe in hospitals. I just need some prayer on the shoulder. Even though I have giant ripped holes in the um, bicep tendon, and rotator cuff. Uh, I don't yeah. need a hospital. I, I was actually told that about a week ago. Which is how do yeah. what do you say to that? You know, I don't know. Yeah. MRIs are yeah, wrong. Just, and uh, let's pray about it. Ask you know? him uh, if he's got any snakes that he can handle for you. Well, well, you heal yourself. <laughs> I told him that I'll pray for the MRI machines. Or you right. know, I don't... <laughs> lay hands on those puppies. Those need yeah. it. You know, it was really. a uh, it was a Christian who who invented that. Really. Yeah, huh. I remember there was that. Uh, I bet you guys didn't watch this, but there was this uh, Ken Ham, Bill the Bill Nye the Science Guy debate on TV. Anyone oh yeah, catch I that? And oh, uh, absolutely there was, didn't watch it. No, <laughs> it was entertaining in a number of ways. Uh, but he had all these like he didn't understand how a debate works. Ken Ham didn't, uh, and so he had all these like little uh, vignettes, like videos, and he would just like <laughs> stop talking, and a video would start. And one of them was, uh, "Hi, I'm the guy who invented uh, the MRI machine, and I'm a creationist, and I'm not an idiot." And uh, I thought that was really interesting. Wow, that is interesting. Wow, you know, Way Bill go, and I got his degree in like not science. No, it was in science. It was just like in a, uh, wasn't it in like a really specific kind? And it was just like a bachelor's degree. 
Um, I was reading. It's like I was reading an article in one of these Christian magazines, and it said, "Who's not the scientist?" Like he was the only. There was like a rock, like John Bon Jovi or somebody, and then everyone had some sort of degree in science except Big Bill. I don't know. Let me let me check this out. Dude, there's a thing on the Gut Check Facebook page that I put up there that was uh, split screen Bill Nye on one side and then Ivan Drago on the other, and. Uh, <laughs> Ivan Drago, the, the freaking uh, Dolph Lundgren actually yeah, has Dolph a Lund- number of degrees, like advanced, advanced degrees in chemistry. He's 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 brilliant, uh, and, and you know, compared to Bill Nye the Science Guy, Dolph Lundgren is is wow. absolutely, uh, you know, just dominates him academically and in all other ways. I've been accused of being related to Drago in my lean phase before. Yeah, I could see you. <laughs> you you've got a little bit of it. You get a little Drago. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I have a sense that everything when he's not down, you know, from the the shoulder surgeries, everything that Johnny Shex hits, he destroys. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And we almost That's saw a- him hit a couple people on our on our trip to the roof. Oh goodness! I, <laughs> no, you know, I'm glad no no person. Well, Zach was Zach destroyed. was following suit, right? He was. Yeah, you guys both both were. I don't yeah. remember me being ready to throw down in the in the roos. Oh, I do, baby. Top of Masada. Remember that. Oh right! <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, there was there was uh, there was some tension, you know, the, yeah, up in the top of, of the Masada where there's been a lot of other tension as well. You know, yeah, like uh, right, yeah. That wouldn't have suicide been suicide packs first and things filled at the top of Masada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that guy. You know, it, it's uh, it's it's water under the bridge. It's uh, it's well, scummy, so brackish. Ted had some uh, nice little reunion with uh, our camera guy. Dude, I yeah, did. Ted, Zach, no, I'm a little jealous of the camera guy. He's getting together with Ted all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 had, a, I had a little reunion with, um, with, with our pan-ethnic beast, Jonathan Frazier. It was, uh, it was incredible. Five-legged He's, lion, I call our boy. He's the five-legged oh. lion. And, and you know, not only is, is uh, I got freaking Ted on one side telling me I'm getting together with the pan-ethnic guy. Uh, uh, sexy man, and then I got Jay over here just randomly sending me like like glamour shots of the guy a few days ago, just like here, here he is. I'm like, what? you saw what that man, that that kind of like blue steel shot in like the sport yeah. coat that was unbelievable. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> I don't have his permission, but that's going to be the graphic with this episode, dude. I'm not gay or anything, but I feel like I had a little like there there was a little like catch in my spirit when I saw that. I was just like, whoa, you know, <laughs> He's throwing contention at Ittai with that pick for sure. Ted, let me, dude. Yeah, he's, yeah. I like, I like a. I like how this whole thing is like all of us talking at the same time, followed by an immediate awkward silence while we all stop <laughs> to listen. Exactly. But uh, Ted, let me throw out a, uh, and this isn't going to mean anything to you, Johnny Shex, but let me throw out a little um, theory for you. Yeah. What if the pan ethnic beauty? What if Jonathan actually is Kahan Man? Oh, dude! <laughs> wow. It's a possibility. It's a big possibility. I didn't know I could like Kahan Man anymore, but (laughs) Zach, I've got an alternate theory that I want to lay on you. Okay. okay? And this is going to mean something to Johnny Shex, I think. (laughs) Um, You know who I know who plays the Kahan? Okay, who is it? Hector Ligaris. Oh, Hector Ligaris. He literally plays the Kahan in our church, man. So he could be Kahan Man. (laughs) I'm just saying. And and I can't. Can't imagine liking him any more than I already do. Like that would be that would be like relationally impossible. But if he were to be Kahan man, it would it would happen. Hey Johnny um, Shex, have you had any gut check espresso blend yet? No. We no. need to get our boy a, a bag of it. 
Well, yeah, we so there's, well, there's a lot of stuff that went down with the surgery thing too. I don't, I don't know. So there, there's a medication I have to take now, a beta blocker for my heart. Yeah. Uh, so for about three, four days, I was drinking only decaf, and then now I'm, I'm back to regular. As of a few days ago, I can't take it. And I got to be honest, okay. if, if coffee is the thing that takes me out, it's going to be super ironic. So. Dude, Dude, that's true. Yeah, Dude, after after all true. your body has processed and eliminated and and right. burned through over the over the uh, decades, right. coffee took you out. <laughs> so yeah, so I've got a little. Uh, I have a little uh, a, a heartbeat irregularity deal. So you know. Anyway, we'll see if these pills work. Today I'm working on about sixty ounces of regular uh, post post medication. So we'll see what happens. But um, dude, Zach, I need you to know get what on I know. Now. All right, just just TED talk. I'm gonna moderate now. You know what? Nothing is going to take out our boy Johnny Jacks ever. No joke. Uh, he's gonna he's he's gonna live indefinitely, like Carmen. All right. Like Carmen the, in Pharaoh mode. Yeah, Carmen the Egyptian Pharaoh. Our boy's going to live forever, and he's going to live Zach through a lot of gut checkers months. Uh, and I, I, I hope <laughs> I hope we live to see our boy grow old through lots of gut check literacy months. And I'm I'm excited, Zach, to announce to our listeners. Um, that we are beginning another Gut Check Literacy Month. So we just you are wrapped present our... for the rebirth of Gut Check Literacy Month. <laughs> I love that, two. Baby. I love it. I love it. That's a uh, that's an homage to a very funny movie uh, called Spinal Tap. But um, this is th- this is a thing that we do on the program. Again, if you're new to the show, uh, it's a way that we serve the listeners because this show isn't all about taking. It's not all about money. Um, it's not all about um, just kind of the high rolling life of the of the publishing mogul, which is the the life that I live and that Zach lives. But uh, it's about getting back. So we want to get back through this program, and the way that we do that uh, is by reading our own work out loud uh, for nice. a month. Yeah, and, by and then a month, asking you to buy it anyway. Yeah, and by month I actually mean about two and a half years, which is how long it took us to get through the last Get Chick Literacy month, which ended uh, last month. <laughs> So, Zach, we are, as a company, we are hard at work on a novel, uh, a sequel called Reraptured Again. Zach, one of the things that's made me uncomfortable about our company of late is that we've been uh, so big into the radio business that I feel like we've we've almost forgotten our first love as a company, which is books. And yeah, yeah books. we're selling coffee. We're doing all sorts of things. We're going on, on we're international trips. Exactly. We're living like moguls, you know, and I feel like... <laughs> Similar to Apollo Creed at the beginning of Rocky IV, there may be a sense of complacency. We may have gotten a little cocky. And um, I, I think what we need to do before that happens, um, we need to travel back to the old gym in Los Angeles. Um, we, we need to get in touch with that uh, kind of hungrier part of ourselves as a publishing company. And the way that we've done that is to write a rapture novel sequel. And we need to throw our robot to the curb. <laughs> Dude, that's right. Throw the robot out. <laughs> and uh, and go, go to the old gym and call up you know James do, Brown. Zach? Yeah, call up. Yeah, call off James Brown. You and I need to run spin together in the surf. And <laughs> frolic then, a bit, yeah. And then frolic a bit after the last one, don't you think? That, yeah, that, Johnny Shex can come company. and frolic too if he likes. Johnny Shex can run some sprints with us in the in the surf, and we can all three frolic. Um, <laughs> Short bathing suit. Exactly. Can't wait. The point of all that, the point of all the all the all the frolicking and all the writing is that uh, we are about halfway through uh, the the Rapture novel sequel, and I'm very excited about it. I'm so excited about it as a company that we are starting Gut Check Literacy Month up again. 
um, because we, we want to give back and we feel that literacy is important. So, Zach, what I'm going to have you do um, is get us started. You're going to start reading the prologue, which you wrote. And um, I'm scrolling here. I want to see how long the prologue is. Uh, um, dude, it's good. It's manageable. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, why don't you take the prologue? You can take the whole thing, baby. All right. And, Ted, I, I think it's uh, bold of us to be reading this before it, it, the thing is even complete. The manuscript is not finished, but... Here we are showing it to the world. You know, that, that shows real boldness. Maybe it is bold, but I love it. And that's that's kind of who we are as a company. So uh, I, I say go for it, embrace it. And uh, I, I love this book. And, and it, it's weird to sort of say this about your own book, but I think this is the funniest, not only the funniest <laughs> thing we've ever written, Zach, <laughs> yeah, but also the going. funniest thing that I've ever seen, period. <laughs> You're right. It is. It is very. It's the funniest. I mean, thing I don't want to like talk it up to. I don't want to set the bar too high, but it's literally probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you know, Ted. <laughs> you know how I've got it. This other podcast I've started a, a, a couple months back. I, I yeah. want to tell you, I almost called that one trying to just like ride uh, our own coattails. Gut check literacy yeah. month. Because oh, that's essentially awesome. that's what it is. It's just you know reading a story a, a chapter at a time, and I thought it would be kind of a funny companion piece. Uh, but I decided not to not to do that. I, I was going to ask your blessing, and then I you know I just I kind of I got convicted and I changed it up. All right, here we go. Prologue, apocalypse gloves. It's the same alley. Three years ago, from just behind that dumpster, that one right there. Josh Vandersma had watched Dr. Tim Van Shrimpy cinematically slam a brick down on the priest's head. It, the alley, had been dark and foreboding, full of steam and shadows, perfect for the prelude to the apocalypse. But the apocalypse never came, and that's okay with Josh, because he has switched affiliation. After implanting a small microchip into his old college friend's neck and, and using an Xbox controller, accidentally slamming that same friend's skull into a steel I-beam, Josh had experienced a moment of clarity. It was as if his soul had collect, collided with the I-beam, shaking loose the old dreams and assumptions about what role he would play in the end of the world. For just a second, he had thought, maybe I'm just a regular person, like pretty much everyone else who's ever lived, and my existence won't bring about the end of the days at all. But he quickly shook that off. No, that's stupid. It just took some sussing out, but Josh has now come to embrace his role as the Antichrist, the man of lawlessness. It all fits so perfectly, because if there's anything that all the dispensational literature and end times movies have taught him, it's that his sense of excitement and adventure, his conviction that he is right in the middle of the most cosmically significant events in the history of the universe, is the most important <laughs> thing. He himself is the center of the Book of Revelation. <laughs> Who else would it be about? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I got to say, so far, I'm disappointed yep. at the level of uh, kind of tepid laughter from Ted and no laughter from Johnny Shex, and it's, it's kind of breaking my confidence. <laughs> I'm trying oh, to. Oh, no, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, so Johnny Shex, the, the guy who thought that he was going to uh, bring about the, the rapture and be like the God's guy in the first one, he became he switched sides and became the Antichrist. He's trying to. Wow. Anyway. He's shooting for that. It's no joke. So, yeah. Josh is okay with a do-over. What he's less than thrilled with is the way this neighborhood, and therefore this particular alley, has changed. Three years of Denver gentrification have killed the noir vibe. The buzzing, flickering lights are now tasteful and constant. The night is warm, and no visible steam churns from the manhole cover. Josh considers running out to rent a fog machine, but then realizes there's nowhere to plug it in. 
What a waste. He <laughs> longs for the gritty zombie apocalypse setting that filled his favorite movies, the kind of setting that would mesh with his fingerless gloves. <laughs> Josh always wears these used weightlifting gloves now because they look a lot like the fingerless gloves the heroes and villains wear in all the Armageddon-inspired films in his collection. He realizes that those characters were probably supposed to have worn the fingers off of regular gloves, but who has that kind of time? <laughs> oh, hey, Rabbi Pastor, how's tricks? The voice belongs to Max Darby, the self-same friend who twice had allowed himself to be remote-controlled by Josh, the man who would be the beast of legend and prophecy, convincing the world to follow his master over the cliff of destruction. I told you not to call me that anymore! Josh straightens his tattered trench coat, which he bought at Goodwill last night. Oh, sorry. Um, Dragon? So what's up? Drago! Josh corrects impatiently. El Drago! His foul mood grows fouler. This exchange is as unmysterious as the alley in which it is taking place. He can hear a black-eyed peas song from a nearby Chipotle's XM radio <laughs> wafting into the alley, along with the smell of burritos, and he has to con consciously keep himself from tapping his foot. He blocks it out. What's up, Mr. Darby, is that we need to talk about the next steps in our evil plan. I have set the timetable and am ready to unleash the locust of destruction upon the unsuspecting inhabitants of the Earth. Edith is setting things in motion as we speak. Like you, she is integral to my schemes. Max tips nervously up onto his toes a couple of times, topping seven feet as he does. Yeah, I kind of wanted to talk to you about that. How about we get some dinner and discuss? There's a Panera like a block from here. <laughs> what? You can't make evil plans at a Panera? <laughs> but I haven't eaten since breakfast. I'm, sh I'm famished. Josh's blood runs hot. Try to act like you've been here before. Max looks around, confused. <laughs> been here? Not here here. Here as in laying out evil machinations of apocalyptic proportions. At this rate, we'll never stay a step ahead of Van Shrimpy. Max scratches his head, dumbly, and Josh can actually hear his stomach growl in that weird kind of way where it sounds like a question and makes everyone laugh. Sure, okay, <laughs> Max says. What I wanted to discuss is this whole Edith thing. She sent me a text yesterday saying that she would like to get together and, quote, sync up because I'm the beast and she's the woman who rides the beast. <laughs> and? Well, come on, dude, she's gross. I don't want her anywhere near me. Josh angrily unfastens the Velcro closure of one of his gloves and resecures it. You know this is all figurative, right? Darby crinkles his brow. Since when? You always told us that the End Times writings were completely literal, except that the locusts were really choppers and the swords were guns and the boils were microchips and... <laughs> that was before. Now that I'm El Drago, it's a lot easier if... He trails off as a young, happy couple cuts through the alley. They say hello, and Darby answers them with a smile. It's all too much for Josh. He has to do something, something evil, with his own apocalypse-gloved hands. Something to set the tone for what lies ahead. There is a Jimmy John's right across the street, if that's more your speed, Darby says. Seriously, my blood sugar is dangerously low. For just a moment, Josh almost relents. Their number two is really good, especially if you get cheese and peppers on it. But then he sees it, lying there against the far wall of the alley. Somehow still here, despite 31 consecutive months of rising property values, is the very brick Van Shrimpy had used to bludgeon Father Vincent, kicking off a series of events that had almost ended with the rapture. An idea forms all at once, lifting Josh's spirits. How evil would it be? How dastardly? 
He performs a quick internal gut check as he strides over and picks it up, cradling it in his weightlifting glove. Do you know what this is? He asks. Um, a brick? Look closer. Max stoops down, squinting through his Coke bottle glasses. Uh, looks like a regular brick to be Closer. Sorry, Josh, I don't know what you want me to say. That's why you need me, Josh says through gritted teeth. With a snap of his wrist, he brings the brick down hard against Max's forehead. Oh, dang it! Darby takes two long steps back, cradling his forehead. Dang it, he says again. Why'd you do that? You know I have a metal plate in my head, thanks to you. That's so bad for me. (laughs) Josh's lips curl into a dark smile. You will learn to respect and obey me. I am El Drago, and you are the beast. Now you will do as I... I'm seeing double now, literally. That's so bad for me. You are? Really? (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't... The heck with you, man. Find yourself a new beast. I'm out. Max turns and stumbles away in the direction of the Panera. Josh drops the brick and is disappointed at how quietly it clatters to the ground. (laughs) He's had it with this place. What he needs is a change of scenery. A place with spark and steam-filled alleys, and lots of litter, and people with beards, but not the hipster kind, the gnarled, matted (laughs) kind. A place where no one would ask, what's with those gloves? Then it hits him, like a brick over the head of his soul. New York City. That's where it all will go down. The home of the financial markets and the UN and the Federal Reserve, all of which factor heavily into the end times portions of the Bible, (laughs) at least according to the books he's read by Dr. Van Shrimpy. He thinks if this were an end times movie, perhaps the soundtrack for this great epiphany would be a dark, cello-filled rendition of Start Spreading the News. And of course, the scene would cut to black before Josh headed over to Chipotle for some tacos. After all, even El Drago has to eat. Nice, baby. Gut Check Literacy Month. We're back. It's all happening. It is all happening. It is all happening. Now, I know you were a little distracted by the uh, the computer during that time because you had a job. Um, did you succeed? I did, yes, and I, uh, I sent it along. So what, what I've been doing, Zach, is making some, some tweaks to the randomizer. So I've got the randomizer here in the studio. Uh, I'm about to fire it up, and what happened is Jay Shex, our guest, our esteemed guest, our third, our third man in the broadcast booth, as it were, uh, is going to read the tweet from Rachel Held Evans. So... Uh, again, if you're new to the program, we have uh, a recurring uh, bit is too strong of a word, Zach. I, I don't like to use disrespectful <laughs> words like bit. Um, we have a we have a very s- serious segment of the program where uh, one of us reads a random Rachel Held Evans tweet, and the rest of us, the rule is uh, we're not allowed to laugh or, or cry, comment that matter. in any way. And uh, because we're pros, <laughs> or or what, or cry, or kind of be moved. I mean, really, it's it's. It's up to you how you respond. Far be it from us to, to tell you how to respond to these tweets. So We're just telling you not to respond. Is that, what it is. As we're telling you not to respond is, is what we're telling you. So, <laughs> Zach, fire up the randomizer, and uh, Johnny Shex, get ready to read your first Rachel Held Evans tweet. Can't wait. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it away, Jay Shex. Please don't get political. Y'all. He's talking about launching a nuclear war, the likes of with the, which the world has never seen. Get political. End quote. <laughs> now, I, I don't want to analyze it, but I just want to make sure I heard yeah. it correctly, because it sounded like it was contradictory, like it began and ended with, with 
contradictory instructions. You know what the problem is, Zach? The problem is I was under I was under all this pressure. I was trying to get through her twelve thousand tweets about Charlottesville, and it, I, I kind of just picked the first one that wasn't about that. And there were all kinds of quotes in it. There's all kinds of like, you know, it, it, what what she's saying is somebody said, please don't get political, and I she see. took umbrage to that. And she said, y'all, he's talking about launching a nuclear war, quote, the light which the world has never uh, seen. So get political, right? Mm. You're invited then to think about what Trump is doing, <laughs> which is probably a thing that you haven't, you know, nobody's thought about until she mentioned it. So I would good. never have thought that I could think about what Trump is doing unless she gave me permission. <laughs> Shekels, do you have your phone with the Twitter app on it? Like, could you like go as fast, like, like thumb down, like foom, 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 and get like four weeks ago and I see deleted, if anything I funny occurs app. to you? I deleted it. I got. Maybe, I, I, I think did Twitter talk, for like three days. I think us talking about the tweet is funny. We should keep it. <laughs> and also, I have to go. Okay. All right. So uh, this has been uh, a, a series of confusing uh, interactions in which we were all talking at the same time, and then none of us talking at all, and then repeat. Uh, in which Jay Shex is in San Jose. I'm here in Lansing, Michigan, and Ted Cluck is in darkest Ukraine. That's right. And- Zach, I want to I want to give your Commodore sixty four computer on which we've recorded this. So um, the the old the old Commodore sixty four uh, really showed out today. Wow! And uh, you can you can get back to playing Jordan versus Bird using Jordan. <laughs> you know, and we we all know what that means. Um, I'm Ted Cluck, and we will see you next time. That was a nasty, you were fun. But I bet you still get fun. I bet you still get fun. You're right.